to the end. Crib outside the city, I don't feel safe in my ass. Took so many L's, I'm just waiting for the wins. I'm in debt to no one but the one who took my sins. I do it for real, there's no reason to pretend. If I do it once, I do it again. Add it up, add it up. Bankroll, bankroll. Euro, euro. Peso, peso. Add it up, add it up. I'm just doing me, everything is on me. Oh, you matter what? Add it up. What it do, what it do. Everybody, I appreciate y'all tapping in. This is your boy, West Africa Floyd, on the Kickback Podcast Show. And you know what? A lot of people was a lot of people was doubting me today. You know, a lot of people were saying, hey, you know, is he really coming on? Is it true? You know, a lot of people was questioning. They didn't believe, but I got the man in the flesh. Big O. What's good with you? What's going on? What's good, Pippin? Oh man, you know, I'm living the dream, man. Enjoying this holiday season, man. I see you got yeah. daddy duties going on too, man. I thought I thought I saw Pitter Pat a little feet walking behind you. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's the um, that's that's the co-host right there. That's the producer right there. You know. The produ- oh, that oh, that ain't the baby. I thought it was. I thought I saw, I thought I saw a kid walk by. That is. That is. That's us. Oh, the co-host is a kid. Oh, no, I know that's right. I know that's right. What's yeah, yeah. That's my daughter. You know, she liked to get in the limelight every now and then. All right, I know that's right. I know that's right. I keep my kid. They, now they inside, man. They, I'm in the I'm in the outhouse. You know what I'm talking about? I'm in the barn. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? So what's been going on, man? You been busy today? Man, earlier today I was petting giraffes and looking at cheetahs. Oh, damn. (laughs) We were at a place called Safari West. Safari West. Shit, I don't even know where we was at. I know we flew into Oakland and then drove uh, a mile for uh, a friend of the family who's doing a birthday party for their child. People get creative for these birthday parties. Yeah. We was out in a place called Safari West, and uh, we slept in a tent. And it was uh, it was not like a tent. It was you know, it, was, it cost a lot of fucking money to live like we ain't got no money. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, no doubt. Like we was in the sticks. And <laughs> I, mean, I get uh, your co-host make me feel like I gotta watch my language. So I, you know, nah, we good, it's, man. It's she, cigar uh... and uh, <laughs> cigar and tequila time for me, brother. Uh, <laughs> where was I? Yeah, man. So we was at Safari West. It was it was it was deep. And then we took um, we had this uh. This this jet company that we tried out for the first time, um, which was cool. You know, everybody can do it. It ain't no private shit. But okay. um, we tried to book JetBlue because it's close. It's a quick flight. And uh, JetBlue was like, nah, man, you, know, you can take our actual jet about an hour out. And uh, it was sexy, sexy. But it was, um, you just realize your roots. You know, I'm, yeah. Man. Yo, did that? Did man, that? Listen, nigga, I, listen, listen, listen here, man. I'm a, I'm a city boy. We call it, man. I, I'm cool on sleeping in the tents in the outback. And I'm the not. TV and the wind and you can hit. We got woke up. I mean, you ever see uh my cousin Benny and dude comes out and, and yeah, he's hearing these sounds that keep waking him up in the middle of the night and he's coming out <laughs> shooting at the owl and jump. Yeah, it was like that. Every hour after we tried to go to sleep with with two children, two children. You know what I'm saying? One year old, four year old. Man, I don't know if I could trust the cheetah. That cheetah ate before y'all. Hey, man, let me take this out. Let me tell you something about this cheetah. This cheetah was very intelligent. This oh, was, when we walked over there, the cheetah was just laying out. We was, here, cheetah, cheetah, come over here. Get, yeah. Get a photo op, cheetah. And the handlers walked behind us and stood off to the side. And then the cheetah got up and walked over to the handlers. And we was like, what the <laughs> They're like, the cheetah won't go up to you if they don't know you. Yeah. So you guys, they'll ignore your ass, but they see us, they'll come to us. Oh, okay, because you feed them. I get it. I cheated like I ain't dancing for you, niggas. Cheetah, the cheetah might be comfortable with a black person. You never know, you know. I was not trying to find out. 
<laughs> there was only one and two half black people there. You know, me and my two sons. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I'll let you know whose party it was. I was yeah. going for the ride, just trying to be a good nigga. Just, yeah, I'll go. I'll go. Mad as hell the whole way. I had to watch the Laker game on my phone. You know what I'm talking about? That's that bullshit. Yo. But, um, you know, happy to go. Let, let me ask you something about the Lakers. You, what, what you think about that championship? You think that's a real championship y'all won in that bubble? Oh. <laughs> Come on now, yo! I got a, I got a buddy of mine, Shannon Gidry, and he went crazy when y'all won. And I'm like, I, I don't know. I don't, you know. This is new. This is new. Let me drink some Red Bull for you. I get, it. I get. It. Let me hold on. Let me let me tell you something. Okay, I'm listening. Only thing that ain't gonna happen is a parade. Okay. Will the banner still go up? Yeah. Will we still have a ring ceremony? Yeah. Will the history book say that we have 17 tied for the most winning as ever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real championship. <laughs> Yo, how many think how many you think LeBron go get before it's over with y'all? <sighs> oh, just with us? Uh three. Um, I know that's three. A lot. I know I saying a lot. But gonna repeat, uh, uh, barring anything that you just can't foresee, like you know what I mean. I ain't gonna say it. Mm -hmm. But as long as everybody stay right, stay good, make it through, the, make it to the playoffs and all that, nothing crazy happens. Um, I don't yeah. Who do you? I mean, who can beat us? That's the better question. Who do we lose? Who? Who do you think we will lose? Because. Last year, everybody was talking about the Clippers, and that shit ended embarrassing. Y'all didn't play the Clippers. Maybe if y'all play them this year, I don't know. We didn't play the Clippers. They didn't even make it to us, bro. That was embarrassing. But even so, even if and I kind of see what you're getting at, the mm -hmm. first game of the season, we played the Clippers, and we lost. Straight up game. Woo -woo. They was brand new. They, their team was fairly new. I think more of their – my excuse for that loss was we were completely new in the sense of all the players that we had around uh -huh. stars. Um, then we went off on a 10-game, 11-12 game winning streak. Then we played them again on Christmas. We thought, okay, here's our revenge. We lost again. That one hurt. No bullshit. That one hurt a fan. I said, hell mm -hmm. You mean we can't get past the Clippers? And then finally, Coach Vogel said, let's play some defense. They said, let's let me, y'all gotta trust me. Y'all can score on anybody, but you have to play defense. As a team now, as a team, you gotta learn to play defense. Once they locked into that, we beat everybody. And what weekend we beat the Milwaukee Bucks, who would have had the best record in the league, uh -huh. and we beat the Clippers. That let us know right there that we, we just we gonna win. That's it. That let me know already. Then the season shut down for like four months. Yeah, four months. These dudes had to be away from their beds, they 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 women, they kid, everything. Just isolated, thinking about nothing. Everybody was on an even playing field. That's why them other teams was like, damn, he was, really Miami came out to eat. It was all basketball after that. You want to yeah. talk about a real championship? Dad, no, it was no excuses. Well, you got excuses tonight, Roy? Remember that? <laughs> no excuses, but basketball, no crowd noise, no, you was out here last night, nothing, just basketball. Let's see who's the best team in basketball right now with no distractions, even though LeBron James' son online smoking weed and shit, trying yeah. to fucking <laughs> 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 trees and shit, like, nigga, I'm trying to win for us. 
Yo, y'all swept that under the rug, man. And they and they still had to come up with something else. The Lakers actually got better throughout the playoffs. Because what did they do? First round, lost the game. We lost the first game. We said, oh, shit. Yeah, they was hating on y'all the first game. Right? They beat us. We said, okay, we got to win. And then didn't lose another game to that team. Because playoffs are all about matchups and all about adjustments from game to game. That's what uh -huh. all the playoffs were winning in. You got to make adjustments. First game, we lost, made adjustments, didn't lose to them. Next round, lost again. Oh, shit, what are these niggas doing? They shoot threes. All right, run them off the gun line, boss. Yeah. More open threes for you. <laughs> now play defense. They didn't win another game, right? Yeah. We finally had a fucking little bit of struggle with them. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Everybody went, oh, they know how to come back from 3-1. I set that shit up. Yeah. <laughs> Whoop them up. And then Miami actually gave us the most challenge, which was me. I think yeah, like Miami. that was the one I was frustrated about because I was like, really? And then when we played the final closeout game, which was the first time in history that a team just completely blows out a team in a closeout fucking game. A yeah, yeah, twice, you just destroy them, just not even a contest. That means you are finally clicking on all cylinders and saying, we are going to play. Defense. They wanted to win the, the one before with with the, for Mamba for Kobe. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't like that. Where the black jerseys and stuff. Yeah, I, I it was crazy because they was like, "No, we want to win so bad, and we know we won't lose the Kobe jerseys. Let's just switch up. Wear the Kobe jerseys. Get them out the way, and still couldn't win. I mean, they wanted to win. There was no way yeah. the game and all that. Nah, nigga, they win bad and just <laughs> whatever the case was. I know I was out in the streets through COVID nineteen. I have a mask on. That's a coach was like, Look, bro, you gotta understand. That is the right basketball play. Now, that wasn't the last game seven. Everything's on the line. What are you gonna do, LeBron? Pass the ball. No, no, nigga. It was game five. Yeah. Even if he misses, you got two more chances. You up three. It's all good. Let somebody else shine. Oh, you gotta do LeBron is who I'm. I've grown to like. I was never a LeBron fan. I'm a copious, period. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's a lot of hypocritical Lakers. Like, oh, what up, man? We always do. We always love LeBron. No, you didn't. Not the real Lakers fans. Yeah, right? not. A, I know a lot of real Lakers fans. They wasn't. Oh, they, we hated LeBron when they said, yeah. "Hey, we think about trading for LeBron." We're like, "Oh, we LeBron's coming to LA." We're like, "Fuck that nigga." I'm a copious nigga. Really? <laughs> Hell no. So y'all, so y'all grown to love LeBron. Yeah, we didn't like him, but when he came. And made us relevant again. We now liked him. We didn't buy his jersey. Some of us did. I don't know why. I mm -hmm. said I'm not gonna buy his jersey unless we win one. And I did go out and order me one. So I got my, I got my, I got my, my, my black mamba jersey. Yeah, 23. So I got. It. I ain't worn it yet. It's in the closet. We'll see what happens. I, I got one though. I got one though. Yeah. I'm gonna wait until we win one until I ordered it. So once we won, I said, all right, bro. He did a damn thing. So I don't see why we don't repeat next year because we've gotten better. We got rid of some players that, I mean, like, it, it, to me, even though, you know, Lakers don't like close games and barely won. And mm, mm. They really don't. We okay. would rather sweep everybody. That's boring. No, it's not. Okay. <laughs> Real fans hate sweating and worrying. Now fuck that, nigga. I'm yeah. Just, uh, yelling at my kids because the game on. Nigga, I don't even play for them. <laughs> Quiet down. <laughs> 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 Relax. 
So what about what about Green? Y'all y'all don't have Green no more, right? Y'all Danny Green, he gone, right? They passed him around like a, uh, a hooker. No, they they hey, they got rid of him. <laughs> they kept passing him around. They was like, you take it, boo, you take it, boo, you take it. <laughs> if he didn't have a couple rings, he'd, he'd be uh, just cut. I thought they were gonna get rid of Kuzma, but he's he's still the young core. He's one of the uh, I don't think might he, happen that draft there. I don't know. Y'all might have to get rid of him. I'm not feeling him. He he not really at first he was young and they'd be like, you gotta develop. He's been in the league for about three, four years he's now. Develop shit. He's you know, just a role player that's gotta play his role. He knows he's gonna he's not gonna be a starter. He's gonna come in and do his job and get you a and get you a ring. That's all you gotta do. <laughs> but you gotta right. do your job. He was fucking up in the bubble. He was doing shit. Oh. We was up. All we needed is one score, and then this nigga turned over. This nigga one time. We was up, but LeBron was at the line. LeBron hit the point to make us go up comfortable, and this nigga had a lane violation. I mean, he was doing everything he could think of to fuck up. I'm like, get out of here, boy. Just straight unfocused. You know how the buses are. You know, these genies, the last one. You know I mean, they, they love their people. They love their people. So they're like, nah, we fucking with you. We fucking with Kyle. We ain't just dump him. And now the team got better, so we don't we don't have to get rid of him. You know what I mean? Y'all did, y'all did pick up a lot of good pieces. I can't believe we got Montrez Arrow. I can't believe yeah. that blew my mind. I know the Clippers is there. Oh, they spooked. And then we beat their ass last night. Not beat their ass, but we won. Yeah. Without our two main niggas, arguably the <laughs> best in the league, right? Our two of the best, I'll say, top five players in the league weren't even playing. They had their full start lineup. I, I didn't. I didn't watch. I didn't even. Now they didn't yep. play the whole game or nothing, but they played. I was like, that's embarrassing to tell. I got caught off guard. I didn't know the season started. So, um, hey, that a bitch. You didn't hear LeBron? He was on. He was on uh, Sports Center talking about. Man, yeah. I, I, honestly, I was pissed when I heard that we were starting up so early because I was gonna get a vacation with my family for the first time. Uh, you know, on Christmas, we was gonna take a Christmas vacation for the oh, first wow. time in like twenty years. You're like, oh yeah, that's sad. Ain't nobody give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> They probably didn't been everywhere anyway. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody crying for you, nigga. You be fine. And I think it, I think it works out better for LeBron to just keep going because nah. a father time will get everybody, and it ain't got him yet. And I think what got Kobe was he had an awful team and had to do too much, and his body gave out. Yeah, I think and he had like still a still went out like a G. Yeah, I think he uh, shot some free throws or something with a bad Achilles or he something. Ruptured like that. his Achilles and still hit both free throws. Got his team into the playoffs with that game, and then that was bye bye. And then they went one and done. But um, but yeah, man, LeBron, LeBron is dope. He's you know, I think his goal was to play until his son played. And then I think that's what he's trying to do. Could you imagine him and his boy out there? Just, just the that'd be crazy. Would be like okay now. You can debate who the greatest and all that shit is, but he's, you know, I think right now, God forbid, something happened to LeBron. He's in the books forever as a just. For yeah. one thing, you could definitely say about him: every place he's went to, he's brought a championship. That's strong. That's true, especially with Cleveland. How would he go back to Cleveland? I was like, nigga, all right, you go go to Miami and get one, but then you went back to Cleveland and got one. Yeah, yeah. And that was a miraculous one because I was cheering for Golden State just because I didn't want to see LeBron. Ain't that a bitch? I hate haters. I hate haters. I know so many people that are called Laker haters. Like, how do you even live with yourself saying you a hater? But the only motherfucker I ever hated was LeBron. Not hated, but like hated on, kind of like hey, LeBron. Yeah. yeah. I was mad. <laughs> oh, man. And now you got his jersey. King. Oh, he the king. And Kobe Bryant alive. Fuck you. And Kobe still playing? You gonna call this dude the king? Yeah. Fuck him. Oh, I hated LeBron. And I never got to see him play because I'm a Laker. 
I watch LeBron James twice a year and then all star game. That's it. Yeah. I play him twice. Now when it comes to the Lakers, I get to watch him for 82 games. Now I'm watching him for 82 games, I can say and he at the end of his career. Yeah. Arguably in his prime now. He's hitting threes better. Mm-hmm. Jumping the same height. Yeah. I don't think no sense. <laughs> He's got the same exact hops oh, when they saw the picture of 19-year-old and 34-year-old. Same height. <laughs> That's unreal, bro. And now he's got a better – he's got an actual shot from anywhere. He's yeah. not just got the cool little fadeaway or the nice little whoopty whoop or if you leave him open for three. He's even logo LeBron. Like, yeah. Dame and all these niggas be shooting from the logo. He's like, oh, I can uh-huh. And it was Golden State he has to thank for that. He's tired yep. of losing the Golden State and all that shit. Like, these niggas just shoot from anywhere. Fuck it, I'm going to start shooting. And he came back and did that. That's why I respect the Kobe so much. Broke his right hand and then developed the left hand while he was like, that type of shit? That's what LeBron did. LeBron said, oh, y'all just shooting threes from anywhere, huh? All right, Ben, I'm going to learn that. Every time, the only thing that was weird about LeBron shaking his arm was missing in free throws. Yeah. Was, yeah. He, he like 70%, 70-something percent. But if you notice, every time he blew through free throws, he'd come back. He stopped at the logo and pulled up for three. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Here's them two plus one. Yeah. What about what about football wise? Is LA? I mean, y'all been y'all been through some football teams, man. Man, so you know it's funny you say that. Guess what my team is? Who? New Orleans Saints. Oh my God, no! How I you do that all day, baby? Oh, now, this my... is how it happened. Golly! One, like you said, we've been through hella teams, so I never had loyalty for NFL teams. I just I, I just never had. Yeah, you know I mean, like I was a I was a Niner. In a way, like I like the Niners back in the day because I always mm-hmm. in football I was a fan of players. Basketball okay. I've always been Lakers, just nonstop, just that's it. But in football, uh, you know, I love To. Uh, I liked uh, who? Oh, I love To so much that when he went with McNabb and the Eagles, I started talking yeah. Eagles, nigga, Eagles. They're like you, old bandwagon <laughs> fan. I'm like, so what? Eagles do it, and then they blew up. I was like, yeah, fuck the Eagles. So, <laughs> so, then, so, so I used to watch USC. And I love that, you know, finally, we got a, a L.A. something happening out here, right? In yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And USC was the shit. Yeah. And we was. had Reggie Bush and Liner and all these motherfuckers. I was like, damn, this is what? So when, when Reggie came to the league, where'd he go? Went to the Saints. Yeah. So I said, I'm going to follow Reggie and just see what they got. <laughs> and then they picked up Drew Brees. And I'm like, well, oh, Drew Brees, he don't leave. He ain't too bad. Let's see where this go. And I yeah. like the coach, Sean Payton. They had uh, Marcus Colston, the, uh, full, uh, uh, the receiver. You know, they had a cool, they had they had somebody on it, you know what I mean? And I just was watching, watching it. I was, I think he got drafted in like 06, so seven, eight. By year nine, you know, I got tired of just telling people about my Saints. I just started buying jerseys. I threw a Super Bowl party over there. And now we was underdogs in that. And it's like <laughs> the side kick. Woo! Oh, yeah, the, oh, yeah, with the coach. Side kick at halftime. Yeah. That was a great moment. It was a great party. And it was a great moment. And I said, all right. But I said, well, I'm riding with you. Ain't no more bandwagon, no jumping. It's all who that. And then what did they do this summer? They, everything was fine. Now, it's crazy. I can talk about this, this these niggas forever. But the, the Saints, <laughs> it felt like we got some bad juju on us ever since they put out that yeah. bullshit about us going after Brett Favre. They uh-huh. said we tried to kill the nigga. Now, the reason why I call it bullshit because <laughs> may be true. But you mean to tell me? You, you tell defenders to what? Tackle. You tell yeah. them to get after it. And if by any means kill the quarterback, by any means. Uh, 
Now you telling me they put a bounty on this nigga? Like if you hurt him, get back, or if you really fuck him up, like nigga, it's your job. Y'all did I'm kind of telling basketball players if you score fifty tonight, we gonna give you a bonus. Like don't you think they want to score fifty every fucking night? Or or just you know what I mean? Maybe not just score, but just, anyway, that may be a bad analogy. But the point is to tell me that they was telling the defenders to do their job. That was a problem, right? So anyway, so. Whatever they did, it seemed like they jinxed us on defense and our defense was trash. And then after the defense was trash for so many years, it was just one bad ending to the year after the other. Now, <laughs> fight, we're about to win, and then the ball flies over the nigga's head and they score <laughs> on our defense. Like, unbelievable. But, like, when it happened, I was like, this, figures. Because shit like that had been happening all year, just losing right at the end of the game on some defense. Uh -huh. Everybody going crazy around me, and I was just like, no, nah, I'm, I'm not surprised. I just I felt something was coming. Then the next year, um, I'm not it sure was it was an immediate year, but it was something. The same type of shit happened right at the end of the game. It was the um, Vikings, the game that he threw the ball, and yet he the caught Vikings it. The threw the game. That that was that bullshit, but that was one. I swear it was like three things. <laughs> but the very last one um, was the one that pissed me off because I was – oh, when they called about the, uh, the defensive pass interference uh, that they didn't call, right? I wasn't yeah. mad at that. I was mad okay. at Drew Brees. I was mad at Drew Brees because he threw the ball when he should. Mm. We were in the red zone. You know what I mean? We was in the red zone. We okay. good. Run the ball. Run the ball. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you throwing the ball? Uh, threw the ball. Incomplete. Uh-oh. Threw the ball. Okay, now it's third and long. Gotta throw it again. Oh, they didn't call that pass interference. No, they didn't, nigga. Now what do you gotta do? And then we go <laughs> for the song. Then we get another chance with the ball. Taysom Hill comes running in, gets a great fucking uh first down for us. We right there. Drew Brees comes back out on the field, fumbles the ball, mm -hmm. game's over. I'm like, Drew Brees, nigga. You I love you. Loved you. However, it is time to go. Now, you gave it the try. You know, since 09, you've been trying. Every year, we get to you breaking records. You're doing all this shit. But it's just not fucking meant to be, bro. So, then what so you, think, summer, you think it's time for him to go now? Yeah, he was supposed he was supposed to retire last year, right? Now, he's doing yeah. great, looking good, all that, breaking all these mm -hmm. records and shit. But he's just not going to get over the hump. There's something wrong. And I couldn't figure yeah. out what that something was until earlier this year, he goes on makes those comments. Saying that he uh, will never respect the motherfucker that kneels for the flag. I said, oh, yeah, yeah, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, again, I'm a realist. I didn't say, oh, I can't believe he said that. Uh, what, is he racist? No, no, no. I just said, why would you say that now? Yeah. That is decision making. That is what quarterbacks are known for. They're decision making. That was a bad decision. That was an question. You should have said something else. You could have waited two months after George Floyd died, not right after he died and said that shit, nigga. Now he we had to apologize. He apologized. He apologized. Yeah, exactly. I come in, just slap your baby in the mouth, and then start saying I'm sorry. How many of those sorries will you give a fuck about? Not one. Just a pop, bitch. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. As you stabbing him and shooting him in the mouth. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You right. He didn't say I'm sorry. Give me the other gun. No, nigga. He said what he said. Now, okay, you can make a mistake. I get it. I'm all for apologies and shit. But it's funny too. I get into it like if I get in an argument with somebody, oh, you should have apologized. Well, I'm sorry then. Okay. Well, you know what? It don't matter now. Because I had to tell you. Mm -hmm. Someone had to cry from his team and tell him that was some bullshit. You don't understand us. He said, damn, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Nigga, no. Because you said what you said. Yeah. You said what you said. Then we, the proof is in the pudding. So what happens? He gets injured. Breaking rib, all this shit. Mm -hmm. He's balling like a motherfucker. Taysom Hill gets yeah. his opportunity to throw the ball. 
Because yeah. you got to think about it. You need reps. You need to get out there. We don't know if Taysom can throw it or not. Because he never he never does. He threw one lame duck once. We're like, oh, don't throw it, nigga. Just run it. Yeah. Just run and run and run and run. Yeah. And now he finally has to throw it. And he can throw. He, he looks all right. He looks great. He's, he's all right. He's not all these super dimes or nothing. He's doing just what you need. But you know what I love about him? I love running quarterbacks that run the fucking ball. I hate when you know a nigga can break and he says, nah, I got to get this pass off because mm. I don't want to just be known for th running the ball. I want to yeah. show him I can pass the ball. I don't give a fuck if you can pass the ball. I give a fuck <laughs> if you make the first down or the touchdown and we win the game. Yeah, Michael Vick would have ran every time, every single time and just scored and won. And I, and I wasn't even a damn Falcons fan. But I was a fan of him. Like, oh, you dope, nigga. But why did you break? You get there all that? No, nah, nigga, I'm going to show him I can throw. Oh, my God. See, I used, to, I used to say the same thing about that. He needs to run. But then when he ran, he broke his ankle. I'm like, God. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shit. Like, yeah, I want you to run, and then you run, you break your shit. You know what? And that's true. And I think it's probably a cultural thing, too. Because, like, brothers, they do have to, you know, if you can throw and run, you use your run to just get out of the way and then throw that dime. You know what I mean? You don't want to just get out there just doing. The white mm -hmm. boy can run. And if he can throw, he throw when he needs to. But it's like if you got a bomb ass running back, you gonna uh -huh. the hell out of the ball and throw only when you need to. If Fact. not, give it to the running back. Same yeah. thing with the running quarterback, in my opinion. If he can run, break all. Especially if a big durable white boy like that Corvette has uh Taste Mill. He a big strip. You seen that motherfucker with his shirt off? That ain't no regular quarterback that can take a get hit on a break ankle. Who, who, who are you talking about? Taysom Hill. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Quarterback for the Saints. That boy yeah. is the he's that shit. And we're wondering, oh, if Drew Brees retire, I guess who's gonna stay? Or Teddy Bridgewater? I'm like, eh. Teddy, I, I'm hard on Teddy because I didn't believe his undefeated while while Brees was out was all him. I think because why? Because when he when Brees got hurt in that game, now we talk about last year. Yeah, Brees got hurt. Teddy came in for him, and he stunk Ooh. up the joint, and we he lost the game. Yeah, that was all Teddy. Champagne didn't know he was putting him in. He didn't know his star quarterback was getting hurt. Mm -hmm. He didn't get the game plan for him. He just put his ass in there and called the same plays he called for Drew. And the motherfucker looked terrible. <laughs> yeah. Then he had a whole week to sit and think. All right, let's see. Let me look at what you can do. All right, watch this. And he didn't put up 500 yards and all this other crazy shit. Nope, but he won the game. And yeah, he won the game and he went five and zero. Oh. And as soon yeah. as Breeze was healthy, Breeze stepped his back up there, back up in there, and then <laughs> yeah. the but whatever. So I was like, Sean Payton, the motherfucker. I was like, they're like, oh, they're going to start Taysom Hill. Watch. Because Sean's like, I know what I can do with Taysom Hill. I've never yeah. had a running quarterback. Yeah. I had one, and I just put him in a little bit here and there. I don't want to disrespect Drew Brees too much. But I just, you know, put him in here, put him in there. All right, Drew, get out there and do. All right, cool. I put, all right, that's what we wanted. They said, here, we'll give you Jameis Winston, who's known for throwing an interception. Yeah, he going to give him, him. give him a couple. You want to start the dude that you know can run the ball and, and at least get that first down. Yeah, I think I'll fuck with him and make him throw them little dink and dunk little passes that I got Bridgewater looking like a stud from. Yeah. So I know we was talking about sports. I got a lot, you know, a lot of people in the comment. You know, everybody watched Baby Boy. What what did you think about it when you first got the script on Baby Boy? Um when I first got the script, man, I was amazed. Uh -huh. I said, How the hell did John pick me for this role and no. he doesn't know me as a person he doesn't know me from anything other than what everyone that doesn't actually know me from 
which is yeah. television. Yeah. Um, how? And he told me that he watched me in a film called uh, Freedom Song, mm. where I was, uh, it was what was a young cat happened to be uh, one of the first uh, sit-ins in Mississippi. Mm -hmm. So uh, that was for on TNT called Freedom Song. Me, Jason Weaver, a bunch of people in it. So anyway, but I wasn't in, I wasn't a star. That was you know guest star again. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't a very big role. But he said he watched it and he saw a look that I did and he said, Oh yeah, that's that's sweet pea. I said, Damn. <laughs> I said, How did you see that? He don't know who I roll with, he don't know where I was born, he don't know what I did when I wasn't working. Uh-huh. You know, people are like, oh damn, it's Bob the Case kid. You know, smile yeah. ass nigga. I'm like, yep, yeah, <laughs> they call it acting for a reason, motherfucker. But I mean, I yeah. love to smile a lot. So that was me. Uh -huh. talking clear proper getting that money beat yeah, out on the white kids another uh, ethnicity to get that check yeah you know i mean <laughs> yeah I do hang with mr cooper i can show a little bit more of my little hip-hop and my street side and this that I, then i do smart guy this mm -hmm. is an older version of the same kind of thing uh, yeah you know then i try to get into movies but they were just like all we see is the smart guy and all that other little shit you can't yeah. be nothing like a gangster or nothing and john singer just said well i can get it out of you and um he did a couple of motivating things that mm. brought it all the way out, which was dope. Uh, you know, he told me straight up, hit the gym, and I'll see you in three months. Yeah. So I had to look, you know, shave my head. I wasn't nothing. He didn't know the shit that I'd been through with my homies and that type of shit. You know, I don't hang with Hollywood niggas. I hang with real motherfuckers. Because I just, yeah. how I'm going to trust you? And I met you, and I, that's your job. I don't know you. Thanks. I don't think that I've been through the shit in. You know, who I'm going to drive to the club with and have my back and these niggas is talking shit and I know I could turn my back and we get out. Of, you know, we, yeah, 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 yeah. That's that I fucks with. <laughs> but I don't know that. So how the fuck did he know that? Blew my mind, bro. Uh -huh. And um, on set, you know, we did rehearsals and he, you know, he just flat out said, yeah, everybody's doing pretty good, but some of us need to step it up. Look me right in my eyes. I was like, oh, shit, okay. <laughs> so I stepped it up, you know. He yeah. had to motivate. If we had to do a scene, he was like, man, I need you to jump up and down, do some push-ups, get your heart racing before we even say action. That was how he motivated, you know what I mean? <laughs> and um, and it was dope, man. Just just being able to live that out, you know. A lot of my peoples was there, and uh, 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 it was it was a hell of an experience. Bro. How, how was Tyrese? I can't act like it froze if I just if the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, like oh. <laughs> I see the smoke, nigga. Oh, oh. <laughs> Tyrese was cool, man. That was his first project that, uh, uh, first uh, uh, drama, you know what I mean? First lead role. Uh, mm -hmm. I met him before on Hang With Mr. Cooper. Oh, shit. So Hang With Mr. Cooper did an episode. Uh, this was right after his, uh, uh, you know, his big break when he did the uh, Coca-Cola. Remember you singing the Coca-Cola? Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, then he came on Hang With Mr. Cooper. And then I didn't really know him as an actor. He kept doing albums. Always, always a fan of his music. The boy could sing. And, um, and, you know, this role... John, I've had this happen before, you know, since Ooh. then, and uh, maybe a few times before where the directors are kind of just like, look, bro, I know what you can do, but I'm not sure what he could do. So <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, all right, all right. And um, and God bless Tyrese, man. He 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 just was like, you know, he was new, so he was he was nervous, of course, like everybody. Me, I had shit to prove. Yeah. I was like, fuck that. Like, people tell me, really? You gonna play that role? Good luck, nigga. You see that on my face in the movie. <laughs> I should prove. Like, it couldn't be forced. It had to be effortless. It had to be, people see it and say, man, that was good. That was good shit. Cause I didn't, it wasn't forced. Once I got locked in, like, I had to go, look, I can make this interview take forever and really break down everything that I went through. But what happened was, once I had it, 
That was it, right? But yeah. I didn't need nothing from nobody. Meaning, Tyrese kind of needed to feed off of the people around him. Understandably so. Um, but I really wasn't there for that. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, y'all are best friends. Now, y'all go hang out and, and chill together and all mm. that shit. No, nigga, I got my friends. Sorry, I'll see you on set. So yeah. there was a little something between us. You know what I mean? It was like, mm. not nah, just being honest, bro. I'm being honest. It was unsaid, but it was there. Yeah. You know, he would rather I went home, hung out with him, and we chilled and together. Uh, nah, nigga, I see this. <laughs> That's just how I am. I'm especially with that role. Maybe if it was a role where we were like brothers or cousins and we yeah. were shit together, then all right, nigga, let's take a drive. Nigga, let's go. Let's hang out. But that yeah. really wasn't I really wasn't it, you know, and it was for selfish reasons. Like now, I mean, if I was if I had it to do it over again, I probably would have been a little more receptive to kind of giving him game and trying to be like, oh, man, you need to do it like this. or You know what I mean? But I, I just yeah. wasn't. I'll be honest with you. I wasn't. I was young. I was 24. I was like, fuck that. <laughs> I'm doing yeah. me, and I can only, I got to concentrate on me. I'll see your ass on set. You got the lead role in the bigger trailer, nigga. You'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be fine. I got you. Yeah. You'll be all right. You still going to make an album if this shit flop, nigga. I need to get, I need to feel this shit. But I ain't got time yeah. to hold your hand. That's just that's just what it was. Now, now we think it's the we good. We good. I went to his house, we hung out, about talking about some shit that might be really exciting for y'all. If it, if he pulls it off, I keep hinting at it when I do these interviews, but I don't want to give it away. He's got something that works for all of us. If it happens, more power to him. I told him I signed off on it. I'm I'm with him 100 percent So we'll see. Okay. Um, but yeah, but Tyrese was dope. He was He's he, he's a good learner too, a sponge. He soaks it up. You know what I mean? You've seen him in other movies he does, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And that was the path. He yeah, transformed you, know I mean? you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Me, TV guy. You know, so I did that movie, did a couple other little movies, but then I was like back to TV. I like to be at home. I got my kids. Like that, that's the path I chose. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I read one, I, I read how you got into like TV. I don't know if it's true or not, but what I read is like you was going to get scripts from your brother. Yes. That's how you got. I what it, what it was was I went to pick up a script for my brother. Okay. Yeah, him and I are in the car. He said we pull up to the front of his agency. So yeah, go run in there and grab a script. Yeah. He has for me. And I went in and she saw me and was like, oh man, you're a cute looking kid. Who are you? Uh, yeah. Cuba's brother. She's like, oh really? <laughs> talent. Would you like to go out on some auditions? It wasn't like, let me read read this and, and and take these photos and let's see if you got what it takes. She just straight said, Let's go. You do you want to go on some auditions? <laughs> mm. <laughs> Fuck it. Why not? I'm nine. Yeah. That's some LA shit, though. That's really like some LA shit when you could go pick up a script. Yeah. It, ain't, it ain't like that in Texas. You be like, yo, we get some, some other shit. You know, it's funny you say that. I was I'm doing a, um, I just finished, well, I'm right in the middle of doing a documentary about the 90s. And um, as we were piecing it together, I went to go see some of my friends on their sets while they're doing their things. So I pulled up on Darius McGregor uh -huh. from Family Matters. Yeah, so I yeah. I pulled yeah. up on set and saw him. I was like, what up, bro? We talking. I said, what you doing here? So are we doing this film? It's called uh, True to the Game, Part 3. Whoop, 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 shit, you should get in it. I'm like, ah, you crazy. I'm going to meet the director anyway. I met the director, and the director was like, you want to be in it? I was like, this nigga. Uh, I mean, fuck it, what y'all need? He's like, you know, this one day, come in here, you know, get this check, they can come in here, put, this, put these clothes on, jump in this film. Like, I was like, let's do it. And I went in, I did it, right? And then I'm coming out after doing it, and I got my camera crew with me because we were doing behind the scenes for our documentary. And, the, and the, you know, the camera stopped rolling, and one of the camera guys leaned over to me, and he said, damn, is that how it works? Yeah. But I mean, yeah, man, I mean, sometimes it, it, it does work out like that. You know, a lot of people say, give me some advice. How do I make it? And da, 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 da. 
you gotta you definitely gotta be at the right place at the right time for a lot of things. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. When opportunity strikes, you gotta take advantage of it to the fullest. Um, if this is your thing, don't take no for an answer, you know. But also read the writing on the wall. Like, yeah. For me, I went out on two auditions. She said, she said, You want to go on some auditions? She sent me on two auditions, and I booked one of them. First two auditions ever in life, nine years old. Yeah. The first one I went on, scared the shit out of me, big ass high rise building. I'm shaking, reading the nerves. No. Second one was at a house. Bunch of kids running around throwing footballs. We playing, getting loose, getting comfortable. Then I went in, read the little lines, and booked it. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's just how God worked it out for me. <laughs> now, if I had not got either one of them, my mom would have been like, all right, see, now knock it off. Now stick your head in them books and your brother's going to be the actor, nigga. <laughs> but yeah. I booked one and it was like, okay, well, shit, the rest is fucking history. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I seen you post a picture of your brother on Facebook chilling in the cut, no shirt on and stuff. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I'm oh. For that. I, <laughs> you know what? There's a lot of shit I do, man, especially online. I do it for my fans. I do it for not my fans per se, but for the people. People I fuss with. Yeah. Now, I was a recluse that stayed at home and didn't fuck with nobody and I wouldn't even be on social media. But I go out. I yeah. don't go out a lot no more as I got kids. But I'll be out. You know what I mean? If I go out and I do a movie somewhere, I'll go out in the street. Nigga, where's the bar? Where's the club at? Where's the, not the club so much, but Where's maybe yeah. a cigar spot? You know what I mean? Maybe go play some cards somewhere. Or if there's someplace chilly, I do it a hookah or whatever. I go out. So I intermingle with people. I like feedback. I'm a, and I hear what people say. They, they ask me the same shit. Excuse me. How's your brother doing? How's this, that? How's booty boo? Woo woo. I hear you got some kids. What the kids like? I said, well, you know, I answer these questions. I should be like, hey, you follow me on, on Instagram. Follow my Facebook. You know what I mean? You should know yeah. all this. You know, I was going to blast the hell out of my kids. I'm like, y'all ain't got to ask. Every five minutes, yes, they're getting big, and here they are right there. See, I see when I see you. Now, for my brother, man, you know, he keeps to himself for the most part unless he's out. When he's out, he's out. Yeah. That nigga gets it in. He needs <laughs> to have a good time. have been out with me have seen me have a good time, and they've been out with him, and they've seen him have a great fucking time. Mm. And they go, damn, the two of you together must be a fucking monster. And I go, well, the problem is, if you ever get two alphas together, especially if they're yeah. related, one uh -huh. bows down and up. It's like, okay, you you, you got it. When yeah. I go out with him, it's like, nah, I'm his security. I turn into a whole <laughs> different motherfucker. Like, yeah, he's good. <laughs> I know that nigga, if you don't get down off that table, all right, watch him. He ain't gonna get down off the table. Watch the dog, nigga. I turned into a whole different motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Who's out in New York? Oh, forget about it. This motherfucker. And he bounces around. You think he owns some shit, but all he do is drink liquor, <laughs> you know. You know. This, we got that same, it's just that energy we have, you know? Yeah. But something's got to give type of shit. So anyway, so I checked on him the other day. As I was, you know, whoa, whoa, whoa. I showed him a picture of me and my son that had him on my lap. And I was like, it's funny. I posted this online and people keep saying he looks like Cuba. I said, I don't know if they mean me or they mean my brother, <laughs> yeah. nephew, but that's kind of funny, right? And then he showed that picture. And he's like, yeah, nigga, it's funny because I'm not, I'm not, he said, none of us are cutting our hair is what he told me. Probably, oh, yeah. Because I have my shit grown out because I'm doing this, uh, I'm doing reshoots for this other movie. We talk about that in a minute. Uh -huh. Um, and then I have my son who has never cut his hair, Miles, who you know, is super long. And then he was like, Well, look at my shit. I'm like, Oh, look at good, bro. You yeah, know, little nipple hanging out. I said, All right, dude. <laughs> and I went straight to Instagram. I'm like, I know <laughs> that nigga can box. I'm not fucking with him, but I know oh, he, he can box. On Instagram. Oh, that nigga fight. That nigga fight like a savage. He's nine years older than me, too. I was, yeah. it, you know, it's, that's my big bro. You know what I mean? He didn't think I used to, I, before I could fight, I would run to get him and when niggas started shit. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, no. I think that happened too. I mean, because the funny thing is, we always was fighters. We got Irish. I'm light-skinned and shit because we got Irish in our blood, right? Another mm -hmm. long story. But I remember I was fighting a kid. In I've never told this story. It's hilarious. I was fighting a kid in um, in front of his house. And I was beating and Everybody tell you to fight. I was beating his ass. But this is what happened. Mm -hmm. I'm punching this kid, and he fell into the bushes. So I'm oh, like punching yeah. them all into the bushes and shit. And I was like a good sport. Because we're kids. It's not like killing nigga. No. But I'm punching him. And he's a you know, messy cat. And he fell in the bushes. I backed up. I'm like, get up, punk. And then I just feel a force push the shit up from the back. <laughs> like my neck snapped all of so hard. Your eyes just start watering up. <laughs> I was, I was crying. I'm just saying the nigga pushed the shit out of me. And I fell off. I got up. And it was a big dude. And he said, get off my little brother, bitch. And I was like, oh, it's like that? You just going to hit a nigga from the back, huh? Yeah. All, right, all right, I got on my bike. I rode my bike all the way home. Went up into the house. That's saw my brother. Yeah, so when you see it now, 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 now I'm getting a motor. Man, this, this, this nigga beat me up. I'm like, <laughs> he hopped up. He said, What? <laughs> Just like baby boy. Some little niggas. <laughs> he hopped up. He said, What happened? And I said, Man, no, no. He said, You got beat up. And I was like, No, I got beat up. I was beating this dude's ass. And his big brother came out and pushed me. He said, Say no more. Get, get in the car. And we jumped in the car. We drove, nigga. And I remember we was riding, and we came back to the nigga's house, and I sat in the car while he <laughs> house, right? And he was like, which house is it? Like, he, he already fired up. You think yeah. I This nigga was, which house, nigga? I was like, oh, right there. That was the red one right there, right? So I'll never forget. He jumps out, knocks on the door, and the nigga that pushed me comes out, and I'm like, oh, shit, here we go. <laughs> yeah. And my brother was looking up at the dude, and he was like, whoa, 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 whoa. And I couldn't hear what they were saying. I'm in the car. Yeah. <laughs> And I remember he's talking to him, and the way he's talking to him and talking to him, and the dude was looking down at him and was just like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then he was like gesturing towards the house. And I can imagine it was something like, hey man, I saw my little brother getting fucked up. I had to get the guy off him. That's all that happened, man. I don't want no problem. You know what I mean? Whatever it is. My brother whoop whoop was like he was going, and he just said, All right, all right. And then turned around and walked back towards the car. And all I remember thinking was, fuck. He gonna fuck me up because I, I was like, please hit this nigga. Because if he say something else that I wasn't there to defend, he gonna think I was lying. Yeah. But he got back in the car and was like, you know, he actually didn't even say shit. We drove in silence. I was just like, think <laughs> <laughs> all the way home. But that was my big bruh, man. And then the one, and there was that, you know, there was another, there was another time when these motherfuckers said, it's all, I was like, five, seven, eight. I remember I was dry. I, I was on a bike, and uh, I had a nice bike, man. Mm. And these motherfuckers came up to me and said, "Can we ride your bike?" I was like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> Two niggas, right? One nigga yeah. on a bike. One nigga's on like the back handlebars and shit. Can, can we try your bike? That's a nice bike. I was like, "Fuck you!" So I yeah. fuck off. These niggas just chasing me. Once running, I, <laughs> I ran all the way to the house. Ah! And I'm standing like, "Yo, these niggas trying to get my bike." He's like, "What?" He got to the bottom of the stairs. There's two niggas. I swear both of them was bigger than him again. And this nigga took off after they ass. I never seen two people run. Like you was just chasing a little boy, you little bitch ass niggas. And then his brother <laughs> yeah. come out and this nigga's hauled ass. And he hit the corner and bounced. And I was so proud, I started crying. I was just like, yeah. And he came back. <laughs> and all he seen looked at me. He said, What you crying for? I was like, Ugh. <laughs> nothing. Like, 
Like, you fucked that whole moment up, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> I was just proud. You know what I mean? I was emotional. Like, yeah, get him, nigga. And he's like, fuck you crying for? I was like, huh? I don't know. So here's your bike, nigga. Don't get bother me again. It goes back upstairs. <laughs> I feel dumb. Not going over that way. But that so, was my big bro, man. He was, and he's always been like that. You know what I mean? Just full of energy. Always with the shit. The nigga took martial arts. Then he took boxing just to get all that energy. God damn. Man, bad motherfucker. Yeah. And uh, 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 so, yeah. No, that's why I say that. I was like, mm. And it was funny. I showed my sister, too. I was like, hey, you see this this picture? I said, you should post it on your page, too. You know, every time somebody asks <laughs> our, our brother, they can post it. She's like, he going to kill us. I was like, he ain't on social media. He got a page for somebody else running. I'm like, oh, well. Yeah, that's I'll like, take the likes, nigga. Well, what you drinking over there? Some wine? Me what? and my amigos. That's some tequila or something? Yeah, man. Casamigos. You know, man, Casamigos? Where's the, where's the camera? Nah, I never had. I'm a vodka guy. Oh, Casamigos is the best. What about the cigar? What kind of cigars you smoke? This cigar here, I don't even know the name. I got to show the brand. It's funny. Every time I, I post something about smoking something, somebody, a, a real cigar, will be like, oh, you got that new hooty whoop. I'll be like, yeah, nigga, I don't know what the fuck it was. <laughs> I ain't going to lie. I just bought this motherfucker because I needed to smoke something. I needed a cigar. <laughs> and, uh, I stopped at the liquor store, and I was like, liquor store? Y'all got a humidor? He's like, yeah, man, check that one out. And this motherfucker is very tasty, I must say. Yeah, I don't even know what it was, because he asked me which one. <clears throat> Floor. <clears throat> Excuse me. That ain't the Rona. That ain't the Rona. That's the cigar. That's the <laughs> Flor de <laughs> Los. I, mm, I need to Spanish. <laughs> and it says in English, my father's cigars. Hey, Dennis. I just wow. that. Okay, okay. It says it in Spanish and in English it says my father's cigars. Whoever my father's cigar is, man, I appreciate you, man. Send me some. <laughs> so hey, what about um we was talking about baby boy? What about like uh Angel? What about? I mean, y'all been acting together for a long time. I mean uh -huh. how many projects y'all go do together? Just those. Just <laughs> just those. Be specific. I ain't just gonna give it to you. It's funny, so I do interviews and they be like, so tell us about that, Dad. What do you want to know, nigga? I mean, you got baby boy uh -huh. and then you got family time. Which it seemed like know? it seemed like with baby boy, it's like another show. It's like the relationship of y'all as oh, a family, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What happened with that was um I met Angel in 19, I say 97, seven or eight. Through a mutual friend, I knew a uh, I knew a couple of her friends actually, not like that, <laughs> yeah, like that. Uh, and uh, well, no, so we had met casually through through acquaintances. Let me put it like that. Yeah. And um, on the day of the table read, on the day of the table read, uh, I saw her stepping out the car. I was like, oh shit, there you go. What's up, girl? Mm -hmm. And she said, oh man, I'm coming to do this table read for this movie, Baby Boy. I said, get the fuck out of here. She says, I'm not sure. I think I'm playing. Uh, Snoop Dogg's girlfriend. And I went, hmm. Snoop don't really have Snoop a girlfriend Dogg. in this. You know, we know Taraji's the lead. And I know the yeah. time, you know. Huh. Well, let's just go inside and have a seat. See what yeah. happens. <laughs> yeah. I sat down in my thing. She sat out right next to me. And she looked over and she said, ah, shit. I said, ah, shit. And the rest was history. Yeah, as soon as sure. we wrapped that film, they said cut. We kept going. <laughs> that was it. That was it. We just kept rocking. Now, nah, she's a sweetheart, man. We was thickest thieves for for quite some time now the cool thing is even after we had you know got to a relationship mm -hmm. uh after the relationship ended you know i i traveled a lot that was my thing you know i always traveled a lot 
when I was young, before I had my kids. Oh shit, I'm trying. Anyway, <laughs> I get off the I started this show called um uh I did a show called Playmakers for ESPN, right? Football move football show that filmed out in Toronto, Canada. Oh, I remember Playmates. Remember Playmakers? Yeah, Playmakers. Yeah, Playmakers, Playmakers for uh we were out there for about six months. Mm-hmm. But before that, ironically, I did a movie called The Playmaker. It never came out. It never even finished. Uh. It was me, poor uh Boris Kojo, okay. Zoe Saldana, and a host of other motherfuckers that was in it, right? Yeah. This was gonna be my shit. I was like, after baby boy, I need something to just show motherfuckers this what blah blah blah, right? And I think it was financed by some football player, because it was called Playmakers and whatever. Mm-hmm. And this happens sometimes with movies. It ran out of money. Like the <laughs> yeah. investor that put money in to pay everybody, da, 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 da. Yeah. He wasn't the typical investor. He was just like a football guy with money. They said, How much to make this movie? They said, I don't know. Give me a couple hundred thousand. They said, All right, here's a couple hundred thousand. All right, we spent that and we still have more movie to shoot. Can you give us another hundred thousand? They're like, No. Yeah. Like, you a couple hundred thousand. Like, he don't understand, you know. So, so when negotiations fell through to continue the movie, now this filmed out in New Orleans. Yeah, okay. So I lived out in New Orleans for about four, five months filming this movie. Three of three months filming the movie, and then a whole month of waiting for the movie to start back up, and it never did. So I finally just went home. Yeah. But I'd been gone. This was towards the end of me and Angel's relationship. I've been all that traveling, and then right after that, I booked Playmakers the series. Now I'm gone for another six months. Come on, knock it off. Yeah. So anyway, so we ended, but we remained cool. That's the good thing. You know what I mean? Our families knew each other. I thought, you know, yeah. So um, fast forward, shit, damn near 10 years later, at least 10 years, no, about 12 years later, uh-huh. I did a series. Uh, they, they offered me a role on uh, Love That Girl, which was a show that starred Tatiana Ali. That okay. was on um, TV One. Uh-huh. The executive producer was Bentley Kyle Evans, who did Martin, who uh-huh. did Jamie Foxx. And he went and did his and he got his own thing. He said, All right, I'm done fucking with Warner Brothers and all them and wait for them to give me my money. I'm gonna go ahead and start my own shit. Yeah. And he started his own shit. Love that girl. I was on, did an episode. He said, Man, I got a script for you called Family Time. I want you to read it. Come read for me. Boo, 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 boo. I read it, loved every bit of it. Me yeah. and him, same type of humor. So it was it's easy for me. You know what I mean? We we cracked the same type of jokes in real life, so it was perfect. It was like riding the life, <laughs> and it's patterned after his life. So I'm like, me and Bentley's cool. Is that right, nigga? Okay. okay. So I book it. He's like, all right, bet. We negotiate the contracts, all that shit. All right, table read is Monday. I'll send you the scripts tonight. I get home. I check my email. I see the scripts. I turn over the first page. Omar Gooding. Uh, uh, Tony Stallworth. Omar Gooding. Lisa Stallworth. Angel Caldwell. Oh shit! <laughs> I, I was like, this, 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 this ain't cool. This, this ain't cool. Cause I, I, I gotta tell wifey. That I, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure, for so sure. Like, yeah. So you do? Yeah. I said, yeah. I said, sit down. I do like uh, someone just died. Baby, I got some news. Sit, sit down, sit down. And uh, we had a conversation about it. She wasn't happy about it, but she understood, and she was supportive. And Nine seasons later, we still rocking this eight, 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 nine, or eight, eight seasons under the belt. Ninety-one episodes done, and uh, and it was cool, man. It was cool because Angel's real respectable, and like I said, we uh, we yeah. was always cool. But it wasn't that cool that some of them fuckers is cool when they in a relationship. Like mm, mm. we was super dumb, and uh, but still cool, cordial, and yeah. uh, 
she's more like a little sister. You know what I mean? She's about seven years younger. Yeah, that's kind of nasty when you think about me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. After but... the fact, I was always there for advice. You know what I mean? We, our career is kind of, we would always get shit off on each other. Like, damn, these motherfuckers this and these motherfuckers that. Hey, can you believe the business? And we'll do what? I said, well, you got to watch out for this. Da, 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 you know? So it was always cool, man. It was always cool. So that, thank God. Because I could imagine if we ended off on some bullshit, now we got to play husband yeah. and wife. And yeah. I got a uh, wife at home mad as hell. Then I got to deal with this bitch on set. now. that would have been terrible. <laughs> thank God it wasn't that. Hey, so um, my, my producer is chill. Calm down, producer over here. But I'm, <laughs> <laughs> yo, that, that's how she going to stay up as long as I stay up. That's, I know, that's, that's right. Like my shadow, like man. Wink, wink, alarm about. Oh, you need to get these kids. Help me get these babies to sleep. My kids do not go to sleep on their own. You know what I'm talking about? That's what I'm but saying. I know we probably got a couple questions left. Go ahead. We try to wrap it up. What's going on? Yeah, I want that new project you're working on. Uh, yeah. what is that? The AM AM radio. So AM radio. Let me tell you about this. This is a good shit, man. So, uh, top of the year, um, I was offered a film called AM Radio, written by Ricky Burchell. Mm -hmm. I read the script, fell in love. It's one of those scripts that were like. It was like baby boy. It was like playmakers. It's like family time. It's like um, smart guy. The ones that you feel are made for you, mm -hmm. that were written for you, and the, the writer didn't know it. The actual story is Ricky Bushell had just finished a film called uh, Trap City, Trap starring Trap. Brandon T. Jackson. Ah. Him and Brandon finished that film. Um, but while he was writing it or filming it he wrote another film called am radio with brandon in mind um based on brandon's natural personality liking the talk and his knowledge of certain things um he developed he, he wrote this character to be a, a shut-in kind of a recluse the story is he was an fm radio personality um something happens he loses his job as this big FM radio star and goes and gets a job at AM radio, um, has another meltdown mm -hmm. and loses his music license. And then it kind of evolves into a talk show. Yeah. But he deals with mental health, mental health issues along with, um, you know, it's got a little romantic twist, but he's very knowledgeable. He's read a lot of books. He's very, He's he's smart in his own way, you know. Um, but he knows a lot of shit, so it's very interesting that it, it evolves into this talk show, uh, which basically means there's a whole lot of fucking lines for me to memorize. Yeah, thanks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> which to me the most impressive part was memorizing these fucking paragraphs, um, and it was like a monologue because now I kind of jumped all over the place in the telling of this, but I just had to say how the story came about. It was written for somebody else. Kind of like how Baby Boy was written for Tupac and Tyrese came in about being his role made for him. Mm -hmm. Well, this was written for another guy, but Big O stepped in. What they did is they said, uh, let's, let's let's reach out for Omar Gooding. I think he's the right age. You know, they talked about my brother, but they were like, he's a little old for this role and what we're mm -hmm. thinking. But uh, how about how about Omar? So uh, I read it. We negotiated it. We're ready to go. And then COVID-19 hits and everything mm -hmm. shuts down and we go into seclusion. Everybody goes and shelters in place and all that. Two, three months sitting around, you know, not really, I shouldn't say it like that. Cause I enjoy, I honestly enjoyed it. Um, just being with my kids and my family, going for walks and shit that we wouldn't yeah. normally do. We ain't got a dog. Yeah. What you walking for? 
Mm -hmm. go jogging or some shit. Yeah, go work out or whatever. But actually just walking and, oh, look at this. And it was really, I really thoroughly enjoyed it. Like, we still do it to this day. Anyway, uh -huh. to this day, like that was just years ago. Anyway, um, but then after three or so months with, you know, the eight-month-old and a three-year-old, you know, I'm ready to get the fuck out the house. So basically, I said, yeah. <laughs> I'm being funny. Uh, but I said, listen, man, we got to... Um, you know what's up with the movie, and then you know let's let's figure this thing out. And he's like, well, basically, we don't want to, um, you know, we don't want to have this big, huge production right now during everything going on. Everybody's afraid to do this, that, da, da, da. But what if we were to scale it down? What's the bare minimum we need? Now, the beauty of it is, the script is basically one guy in a radio booth by himself for most of the film. Yeah. Now there's cutaways and there's a manager behind the glass over there. You know what I mean? Yeah. But a lot of the sets are filmed in one spot. Now, all the scenes are filmed in one set. Um, you know, and then we have we have uh, another lead uh, female that's just a caller, and then a bunch of callers that call in that you never see. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm like, that sounds fucking great. So <laughs> yeah. they filmed all the female scenes in one spot, and then her and I got together for the big finale type scene type of way. I mean, give away too much of the film, but you know, we did that. And then the rest was just all me kind of in the booth. And then I had a couple other shots here. And then and then at home by myself, because I said he's yeah. a recluse and a shut-in. So, so I was like, this is perfect to film during COVID-19. Yeah. I said, now what look are you thinking for this guy? And they're like, well, he's a recluse and he's on radio. So it's not like he shaves and has a perfect beard. I'm like, well, fucking perfect. I ain't got to cut my hair or nothing. So <laughs> I was like, I've been sheltered. You know, we've been at home. My, my beard was down here. It was almost where it's at now. And what yeah. is, I'm doing reshoots in, in June, uh, January. Uh, January 20th. So I got till then to get my hair back to where well, my I'm going every time. <laughs> yeah. Podcast and shave a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Kind of neat. And then we go back to growing my shit out. So I'm going to keep the naps. Yeah. Uh, and we're going to finish this thing and put it out into January. Um, uh, uh, the cool thing is also I do music. So yeah. I'm doing music. I wound up doing five or six songs for the soundtrack to Trap City. And I'm doing songs for the, the AM radio. So I'm staying busy with the music side of it. We're editing this. And then, like I mentioned before, we also got the documentary. So look out for the documentary. Look out for AM radio. Look out for uh, the soundtrack to Trap City and the movie Trap City. Because I'm also, I did a little cameo in that, too. And then we talk about the sequel and all this other stuff. So brother, staying busy. You know, these kids yeah. are big. Like yeah, that was, my, that, was, that was my last question I was going to ask you about the music. A lot of people don't know. I mean, I listen to your album. My, thing, my, favorite, my favorite song is, uh, what is it called? Soul? I mean, it's swim, swim, feature. Oh, swim by Black Soul. Yeah, that's a good choice, brother. That that was my song. Song. We we. How did that even come about? The whole. The, the, okay, so the story is. In 2017, 2016, um, my wife was pregnant, so I knew my son was going to be born in January of 2017. So I knew I had to put an album out. That's just mm -hmm. what I said. Like I put out albums. I've done compilations. I did a compilation album with Sibo, artist out of Sacramento. Uh, called Trading War Stories, which you can pick up. You see some early versions of Big O, uh, who's on there. And then uh, me and Sibo, Big O and Sibo. It's actually called uh, Omar Big O, Sibo uh, and Omar Big O Gooding presents Trading War Stories. That's a whole lot. Mm, okay. <laughs> Go check that out. <laughs> um, I put out uh, 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 other compilations with other people, but I'm going to put a solo album out. And I kind of had a, a vision of having a conversation with my son in the future uh, saying, you know, your daddy could rap back in the day. He's like, yeah, right. Where's your album at? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, you know what? Let me put this song out, this album out. 
So I got with my guy Focus from Aftermath. And I said, yo, I need to do an album. He said, right, let's do it. I'll yeah. produce the whole thing for you. Let's get it. Oh, shit, I'm okay. doing like 20 songs. Like, nope. Tell me songs you want to do. I'm like, seven. <laughs> yeah. Seven songs with an interlude. And we didn't even do the interludes till after the album was done. We didn't know what was going to go where, da 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 da. But the first song that we finished, he said, I got this beat. Now I'm in here at Aftermath, Dre Studio, Record One. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We in here slapping shit. Now they got mm -hmm. hella producers in there. They, well, I said they probably got about eight or nine real solid motherfuckers. Mm -hmm. And they have, you know, press play. Well, you press play, right? So he's like, this, this beat here, I'll be playing. Everybody wants, you know, not only are there producers in there, but there's rapping. There's everybody in there, man. Last time I was there, but LL was there, and then the Busta Rhymes walked in. I'm sitting there going, these niggas, everybody knows. <laughs> no, shit. You know what I mean? Anderson Pack always there. Last time I went live, focus picked up, and he's like, oh, you know where I'm at, dude? I said, oh, where you at? He said, boom. Dre, oh, what up, man? LL. I said, what up, Dre? He said, look who's behind him. Anderson Pack. Oh, shit. <laughs> Next day, y'all in there, you know? So he be with these motherfuckers all the time. So he said he was banging this track. He said, everybody want this track. I'm like, nah, nah, that's for my nigga. That's for my nigga, big O. Don't da, da, da. So he says, I'm gonna this, but you gotta get it. You gotta kill it. I'm like, oh, yeah. So he gives me the beat, and I wrote about 10 verses for this motherfucker. God damn. Dude, I just kept writing. I just kept writing and writing and writing and writing. And he goes, What do you think of for a hook? And I was like, I gave him a couple of ideas, and he was like, Let me fuck with the hook. Yeah. And he, and he goes to a brother named Black Soul. And that motherfucker came and put that hook on there. Funny how they never know your name. Yeah. You know I mean? Hey, when I heard that shit. I was like, fuck them 10 verses. And wrote yeah. three more. <laughs> and I got sent him my verses. And he said, that's what I'm talking about. There you go. That's our single, my nigga. And I put that one out first. Um, I just went put it out myself. Now, no, you know what I'm saying? Like, Modo Entertainment, my engine, all that. But I said, look, tune chord. Put the motherfucker out. Put it out on the big old swim, uh -huh. right? I put it out for a little bit just to put it out. Did a little buzz about it, da da da. Then took it down and released the whole album. Yeah. Released the whole album under Big O. The whole album mm -hmm. is called The Accused. When I'm Omar Good and doing interviews saying I rap, people know me Big O, sort of. But people know me as Omar Gooden. Yeah. So when they go put in Omar Gooden, nothing comes up. <laughs> yeah. Big o, oh, wait, his name is Big O. You put in Big O and some Mexican cat pops up. Yeah. And then another one. And it's like, what about where, where you from? <laughs> Where did you release it, man? Yeah. It's on iTunes, Spotify, all that shit. But you got to put in big old the excuse. Yeah. Then you see it pop up. But is it me smiling like this? No, it's a hat over my head. And <laughs> yeah, in fact. You kind of look like Ice Cube on that picture, too. I'm like, look, hey, look like I got the I'm Ice like Cube. I'm hiding and put it under a damn pseudonym. I put, that's a hidden album. The best thing to do is a fucking hidden album. But it's not, right? It's, 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 got, it's, it's, you know, it's a banger. But you got to yeah. find the motherfucker. So as soon as I get some time, when I'm done with AM Radio, uh, the documentary, mm -hmm. all the songs on the soundtrack, and the music videos, not to mention uh, two other films that I signed on. Um, shit, I, boy, I knew I should have had my notes in front of me because I'm getting old. Uh, but I have two <laughs> other projects I'm doing at the top of the year after I finish those. Once I get done with all that, then I'm going to circle back to that, and I'm going to re-release it under Omar Good so people can find it. Okay, all right, bet, bet. No, I right? And then when I do, I'm going to come back and fuck with you again. Yeah, man. You know what? I think it's a great album because, you know, a lot of because you really spitting and a lot of these rappers now, man, it's like the same flow. It's kind of like the mumble rap thing. And yeah, they're just not original. Uh, 
you know, and it's cold because there's a lot of talent there. They just they're just stuck in one lane, you know, and it's kind of like, damn, man. I, yeah. I, you know, I didn't know Triple X was as good as he was until I heard later. You know, I just see the outside of it, the skinny jeans, the tats, and the craziness, and you go, oh, whatever. But mm -hmm. some of these brothers really got some some good shit. You go, damn, okay. Just don't hide behind the bullshit and then just talking about the same shit and flashing and whoop, whoop, whoop and being yeah. and Hip hop used to be hip hop. Yeah. It was all skill. You don't just say I rap and can just say some bullshit, nigga. Facts. We cipher on the street and yeah. corners. I go somewhere and they say, I hear you bust. I say, yep. And niggas just start beatboxing. Remember beatboxing? Yeah. Well, yeah. Start... <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, nigga. Well, let's go. You yeah. We were competitive. We sit up and write verses and hope we, you know what I mean? But a lot of it was freestyle, too. It's yeah. funny, I said, oh, rap battles. We go online for these rap battles. And niggas get paid to sit up for weeks and write shit. And then I think the most impressive shit about battling that they do online is memorizing all that shit. That's the most impressive shit to me. I no, just watched the battle. Really, huh? I, you know, I'm into battle rap. I just watched uh, URL. They had a battle URL. Uh, tonight. Did they? Who who got down? Do I know? Uh, you had Goods and you had a cat from South Central. No, from Compton. Um, his name. Uh, what's what's uh, I forgot his name. But you got Goods. Have you watched the cat that does the animation? The motherfucker have like the mustard battle and the ketchup or something. Oh, I seen that. Yeah, that's dope. <laughs> I love that shit. They yeah, that's right, man. Versus Biden and rapping this shit in cartoon. <laughs> that's some creative. Yeah, shit. that's some creative fucking shit. Yeah. Yeah, man. I appreciate you for having me, man. Uh, once again, like I said, I fuck with you again. You know, tell your peoples to come fuck with me. Uh, yeah, I'm at no five thousand followers. I need a couple more to get to two fifty, and then I can throw a party. Um, yeah, and they real no you know what I mean? It's real people, real five fucks with them. Niggas hit me yeah, up. man, I appreciate you coming on, man. I'm very humbled. I'm very blessed that you blessed the show, man. Real That's talk. You got it, man. So we'll set something up for 2021, man. Let's get it done, baby. Yeah, we can get it done, no doubt. Stay blessed. All right, thank you. My G. All right, so hey, that was the show. That was my boy Omar. You know, uh, come on, Kim, come, Kim, get on up. Yo, let me tell y'all something right now. She was on the side of me. The whole time, like in my face, right here. She was right here watching the whole time, wanting to get on my lap and be in the show. <laughs> it's kind of weird. I'm talking to Omar Gooden, and she on the side of me, just straight mean mugging, trying to be on the show, you know? So uh, <laughs> I appreciate Omar. He had me worried. He did have me worried. You know what I'm saying? I bugged the shit out of him today to make sure he was going to come. And I was sending the messages. I seen he kept seeing the messages, but he didn't respond. I was like, "Fuck, is he gonna come on?" And then eleven o'clock hit. I said, "Oh shit!" And I had a couple of my homeboys texting, talking about, "Hey, you good? Hey, you good?" And I wasn't answering the text. Like, look, don't like, don't fucking text me right now. Anyway, but uh, you know, that was the boy Omar. I'm glad he came on the show. I'm glad he blessed your boy. You know, West African Floyd. You know what I'm saying? 2021, he said, go tap in. I don't know if he was just telling me this shit, you know what I'm saying, to big my head up, but I'm definitely going to tap back in with him, you know what I'm saying, and uh, we go rock out. So before I get out of here, let me tell you about the next show. The next show next week, uh, it's like a showcase show, you know what I'm saying? I got rap, if you rap, if you sing, if you do poetry, if you do all that shit, you know what I'm saying? You come on the show, come spit your... Come spit your bars. Come let people know about your music. If you got music out, if you put music out and all that. And uh, we just go have a good time, man. We just go rock out. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I appreciate I hope y'all shared it. I forgot to say 
shared at the beginning, but I was just so focused on him coming on. You know what I'm saying? I was staring at the screen like, you know what I'm saying, waiting for him to tap in. Like, I'm just sitting at the screen like this. I'm like, man, I hope he come. I hope he come. Motherfucker's going to be like, I knew he was stunting. I knew I knew he was lying. You know what I'm saying? But there's one thing I don't lie about and I don't stunt with is this podcast. I take it serious. This is my second job. Even though I'm not getting paid for it right now, this is my second job and I take it serious. This is my second full-time job. So I thank y'all for tuning in. You know what I'm saying? We had a great conversation. I didn't think the sports thing was we was going to talk about sports that long because, you know, I had a whole bunch of questions for this. I ain't going to lie. I had a lot of questions for this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? But I didn't get into all those questions. I probably asked maybe like five questions out of the fucking 25 questions I had for him. But, you know, that's just how it works. Um, But um, like I said, look, y'all check out for the clothing. I got the clothing dropping probably at the beginning of next year. Uh, I'm working on a, well, I got to holler at my boy. I got a couple people that I'm hollering. I'm going to holler at DJ man. Uh, and I got another brother of mine. I'm going to holler at as far as getting the website going. So y'all can order from the website and all that, you know? So the kickback clothing is coming soon. Website is dropping probably January, early February. So y'all look out for that. And, um, Man, I'm gonna keep grinding. You know what I'm saying? This is not for this podcast. This podcast is not for fun, man. I'm trying to be up there. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to, I'm trying to take it up there. I'm trying to represent that. You know what I'm saying? That four nine and take it to a whole nother level. This is not, this is not for play play because I invested a lot of money into this. So, and I thank everybody for tapping in. So, uh, man, what time is it? 12, 12.19. and she's still up. She ain't finna go to sleep till I go to sleep. You know what I'm saying? She already. You sleepy? She lying. But uh, anyway, I'm going to get out of here, man. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate y'all for tapping in. Y'all share. Shout out to Big O. Thank you for coming on the show. Very humble. Very blessed. Uh, I'm going to tap on out of here, man. I'm going to chill. I'm going to go watch. What you want to watch? Mm-hmm. You want to watch um, uh, Frozen? Mm-hmm. We're going to watch Frozen. I'm going I'm to sip a little bit more OJ and Tito's and I'm finna watch Frozen with her and we finna get out of here, man. Thank y'all for tuning in for the kickback. I love y'all. Y'all be safe and focus on your dreams and y'all go be all right. All right. I holler 100.